I can go to my brothers and sisters in Christ, and I can ask them to pray for it. And so we encourage them to pray as, along with us for those needs. We share the scripture with them. It's my heart to open the word of God for them and to bring out the truth, and not just stories of the past, but why those stories matter and what God's heart is towards them. That they have the incredible ability to have an individual relationship with God. It's not God visits the church. It's God visits us. And so I want them to know that. And that's why we focus so deeply on, on, the, word of, on the word of God and not just cultural, topical subjects. Um, and then we usually wind up with a little snack and, and more roughhousing, uh, basic soccer or other games. Our Bible basic breakfast, we've been going through John for almost the last year, uh, and we're only halfway through. Uh, we really want to go line by line, chapter by chapter, and get into this, because as it says, it's, it's, John is written that we would believe. It's the evidences that Christ is who he says he is. And so we read that in depth. We take turns, each student reads a, a few passages as we go through it, and then we, we explain it. Here's what this means. Here's where he was. This is what he wants you to know about him. Uh, and that's, that's really our heart, is that they would know who God is. The guys' breakfast, like I said, is really focused on helping men find their function. In our society, we're really told to wait, 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 wait. Don't take up your role. That's toxic. There's so many things that are against men being men. But we have to be. Who else is there? We have a role. And we're only fulfilled when we're doing that role. And so we want them to see, here's God's heart for you to be the leader for yourself and for your family. How to develop those relationships. How to be godly in those relationships. And so that's what our men, our guys breakfast. We meet about once a quarter. We had our first one back in uh, August. We're going to have our next one. Bill's going to speak in November. Uh, and so that's a, an opportunity that we give just for the guys of basic age and a little bit over. So some of the recent graduates. And then our activities throughout the year, and you'll see some of these uh, in the little video I'm going to show in just a minute. These activities throughout the year really help to bring the group together. Some of them are opportunities to have fun. Some of them are opportunities to serve. But they're all opportunities to fellowship. And that's the kind of thing that we need to encourage in order to have a good foundation of a good church, is the fellowship, is bearing one another's burdens, celebrating when we need to celebrate, accomplishing something um, like raking the Grinnell's yard. Uh, <laughs> you know, so there's always these opportunities. And so we, we try to do these things in order to encourage them to have something for them to encourage their friends to come to. And so if you know of anybody that is of basic age that you say, well, that, that sounds pretty good, please invite them. We'd love to have them. It's a unique experience of a group of kids. We don't have a clique. We have a group that is inviting. And these kids that come from outside of TCF have found there's a reason to keep coming. And so we encourage, if you have somebody that you know of that would fit in that group, we've got a place for them. We'd love to have them. 
And so now I'm going to make you suffer through my slideshow. So we could <laughs> go ahead. be heard oh my wow okay um so i'd like to start this off by saying i apologize john gave me a month of time to prepare what i'm gonna say here i've been thinking about it it's not on paper the most i have are these stupid little notes like what you see. so i'm gonna line these out here um my show is not gonna be quite as good as the awesome gray sand feathers was but we'll see how it goes so what? <laughs> so, hi, how's it going? Um, I, so this is kind of going to be my sermon, testimony, I don't really know. Uh, again, month of time, notes, we'll see. Um, and uh, so I almost was not going to share this because my story, my story is not really anything of miraculous healing or anything of so nothing really grand happened. It was a relatively a simple conversion. But until Bill's message last week, I, that's what I thought of it. But 
Bill's message last week was about us, how converting is a miracle for everyone. No matter how small it is, no matter how big it is, it's a miracle because we're being saved. And that's amazing. What can I say? So I want to share just a little bit about myself before Daniel dragged me here against my will and (laughs) um, hopefully say that I've changed since then because I was... I was of this culture, very much so. I was a public school kid, born and raised, and that was nice because I got to meet people, sure, but I was very, I was torn away from my faith. I was, I was born a Christian, my dad put, brought me to church, and that was, that was great. I'm happy he did that, but as a kid I never really grasped just how important this is to us, because I was a kid. I didn't really understand, and that was in my ignorance. Um, As I grew up, I relatively fell away from it. I was not that interested. I didn't care. I called myself a Christian, because my dad did. And so, I mean, that's what I I followed. Um, And the culture just about got to me, until I realized I was just kind of wasting my, my life away playing random video games, doing anything that was unproductive (laughs) over things that were productive. And I was sad. I didn't have, I didn't have anything that grounded me. I didn't have anything that kept me up or active or doing anything of real value. And then, so I prayed about it because again, what little Christian was there kind of took over. It's, it's, it's funny how God can kind of work his way into these small little gaps, and then all of a sudden it's overflowing. Um, And so there was a time in my life when I was really down. I I hit, I don't want to say I hit rock bottom, but I was was definitely not not where I could have been. And one day I I prayed about how I wanted friends, a a family I could identify with. I, I wanted just talent that was more than what I had because, again, I had been just kind of wasting away even though I was, a, I mean, I was just being a kid, but I was just letting myself go. Um, and then I started kind of getting a little bit active and I think God saw that and he took that opportunity. And that was around the time when Daniel, again, brought me to basic and from there it, it grew into something that I wouldn't have, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't have imagined. Um, so I started going to basic, started learning. I was, I went out of curiosity, and that curiosity definitely grew. Um, and over time, I realized just how important faith was to us. Not you. Um, <laughs> but... Um, <clears throat> I learned just what his sacrifice meant to me. I was, I'm not an emotional person, usually, but I, I can vividly remember a day when John was going over the death of Christ and just how powerful that was, and I was overtaken by emotion. And I, I just, I didn't expect that. And I don't think anything could have done that except for something that was above. Um... <clears throat> From there, I started talking with everyone here, started learning more about it. I realized, again, just how, how important this was, and I realized, you know, this is important. 
I need to grow in my faith, and I need to grow in my love for Christ, and just, I'm, I'm redundant, <laughs> but just how important this is. Um, I had a bunch of opportunities, I've asked questions, Mr. Thorpe sat me down for lunch one day, got to ask some questions, and that was great, I might need to do that again, so I'm holding you to that. Um, <clears throat> and I, I realized while talking to him, because I kind of told a little bit of the story to him about how I prayed for friends, and I realized I found some. <laughs> I prayed for a good family. I found one. I prayed for talents and skills and things that I could do. I found a couple, but I realized that there's hope, and there's hope in Christ, and there's something that there's there's something greater that's worth fighting for. <clears throat> So I thought I was going to be able to talk for like an hour about this, but I'm kind of winding down real fast, so I'm just going to kind of skip to the end and go to my message, which is that I think it's, I've talked with a lot of people about this recently, but I've come to the conclusion that it's easy to stray away from faith. It's very easy, not you. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it's really easy to stray away from faith if you're not careful, especially if you, you've grown up in a religion and I just want to remind all of us here how important it is to hold on to that faith, especially if you've grown up with it. I'm mainly looking at my fellow basicers. If you've grown up with it, don't lose sight. Don't, don't lose this, because this is the best thing that can happen to you. And I'm not looking at the Thorps on purpose. <laughs> um, just don't lose sight of this. This is something that will be lifelong, and it will be hard at points. But there's always a better light, and there's always a good God that's guiding you through it because he was guiding me through the time when I didn't really believe in him, and he's guiding me now, and I can see it, and I'm much better off for it. So thank you. I'm going to redirect over to Megan Failer, who is holding a child. I hope I'm not interrupting anything, but I think it's your turn. Get me off of here. <laughs> family. Ryan, you did an excellent job. Um, a lot of what I had planned on starting with, John has already said, because we didn't um, coordinate our presentations, um, but I was going to just kind of say what John is very passionate about bringing um, biblical truth, and then highlighting that truth to the kids, and then how, what does that mean for your life? How are you going to walk day in and day out as a follower of Christ in a public school, a private school, home school, um, and then as you become a young adult, what does that really look like? And so um, just providing that, that framework is very important uh, to John and just really um, kind of casting a, a kingdom mindset that, it's, um, that it's, it's really, it's a very, very big, big picture. To, uh, Um, so that's what John is very good at. He's very um, gifted, and God is very faithful to bring that word um, every week. And I would say that um, on, on rare occasion when I'm able to share, um, I really love to point them to the love of Jesus because it's that love that captivated Ryan's heart, and it's that love that captivates all of our hearts. Um, and then from there, once, once you get a taste of that, of, of who Jesus really is, what he's done for us, and, and what he continues to do, that um, this isn't a bygone age, this is an active, um, present uh, activity that's happening, 
in our lives, um, there really is nothing that compares to it. So uh, the love of Christ is what compels us to, uh, to continue this ministry. Um, but of course, we know that it's, it's his spirit that's working in their hearts. And I want to thank you for your prayers over BASIC. I know that most of you pray. Um, pray for BASIC and pray for us, and that's critical because without it, um, I'm not really sure what it would look like without the prayers of the saints, um, just petitioning the Lord for, for movement and, uh, and for presence. Um, so John, you know, he provides a lot of knowledge in terms of biblical knowledge, and then we pray that the wisdom comes in and it, you know, creates that, that working of, of doing. Um, but something that I, I, I don't have this committed to memory, but I'm sure a lot of you do, but I would ask you to pray with us Ephesians 3, 16 through 19. Um, and it's a, beautiful, it's a beautiful prayer, and I pray it for my children, and it's about experiencing the love of Christ, um, realizing that that's an act of power, and it's very real. And uh, so we, would, we want them to have that experience as well. So I'm going to read it. I pray that he may grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with power in your inner being through his spirit, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you, being rooted and firmly established in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length and width, height and depth of God's love, and to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge, so that you may be filled with the fullness of God, and my heart is very full. Just This is a dream come true for me. Um, seeing our, our basicers enter into worship to lead, this is a very daunting task. If you do it all the time, it's not hard. But if you don't do this all the time, it can be very challenging. And so for them to step into that role uh, through faith, it's just a really, really beautiful thing. So um, thank you if you want to write that scripture down. I love that prayer for your own kids, for the basicer kids. And, um, and I just want to leave you with one one story that I really like, um, there's a gentleman that probably a lot of you know, Wally Street. So, okay. Um, so I never met Wally, but I heard a lot of stories about him because he was on the board of the Little Lighthouse. He was very involved. And one of the stories, kind of this larger-than-life man of God, was that um, you know when the board would have to come to a decision, um, he would say, well, we're going to pray about it. And they would stop, and they would pray, and they would wait to hear from the Lord or to, to, to find his leading in a matter. And, uh, and that was great. You know, that's a really uh, uh, important way, I think, to make decisions. But another thing they did at that time, the little lighthouse was a lot smaller, so they assigned, and I could be missing a lot of details on this, so forgive me if, you've, if you know the story and parts of it are not totally accurate, but I'm hoping the spirit of the story is what, uh, what will resonate. But, um, so each board member uh, was assigned a student to pray for throughout the school year. Um, I don't know the details of that, but probably just, you know, general things. And so they would do that to connect the board with the kids and then just to have a prayer covering for each kiddo. Um, so the story goes, as I've been told, um, years later, one of the students came back. And I don't, I don't know what challenges the student has had or what he overcame, but apparently he was a very thriving individual, um, like had gone to college perhaps or maybe married. I don't know. There's the details that I don't want to embellish, but it was something to the fact that it was very striking that he came back and he was um, doing very, very well. And so someone said to Wally, hey, Wally, do you remember... Um, you know, years ago when you, you prayed for this kid, and Wally was taken aback, and he said, I never stopped praying for him. And um, so th that pattern of prayer undoubtedly changed the trajectory of this, this individual's life. Um, and so I, what I would maybe ask and see if there's anything that, if that kind of resonates with you, um, maybe pick a basicer, and if you want to come talk to me about one, and, and maybe just uh, engage in that adventure of praying specifically for one or more and just seeing what God does through their time, through basic, and then as an adult, um, because we know that God, you know, he hears the prayers of his saints, and this is his will, that we would know 
the love of Christ and grow. Um, so yeah, so I, I appreciate your prayers very much for, for John and I and for our family as we lead basic and, and for the basicers. So. Like Meg said, it's our heart that these kids know God and that, man, it's just, we desire those prayers because they work. So, um, yeah, I guess we, we'll just close out this morning. Um, let's have all the basicers come forward and Meg, if you'll come forward, we're just going to say a prayer over uh, these guys. If you want to come up, we'll just have everybody line up down here. And just come up and pray with us. We want to have the covering of, a, of TCF. Larry uh, Gregory came up during the uh, time of fellowship and just said, you know, the, he said these are a, a part of TCF, but they're also the future of TCF. And they're the future of TCF, some of them, and some of them will go on to other places, but they'll be the future of their churches, and they'll be the future of their families. And we need this prayer covering, and we need this foundation, and we need you guys to bathe us in prayer. And so come join us now. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity that you've given Meg and I and for this church to lift up these basicers to instruct them in the word of God. God, we pray that they would have a strong relationship with you, a strong understanding of you. God, in a personal relationship that is built on your word. God, it is built on their experiences of your love in their life. Lord, that they see your character. Lord, how great it is. Lord, that they understand their sin. God, they understand how fruitless their lives would be without you. Lord, that they would see the, the mission field of their friends. God, of the lostness of this world. The futility of striving for the things that this world says are worth going after, but God, it is a relationship with you that is the only thing worth striving for. Now we pray that they would see that. We pray it in their lives. Lord, we pray that you would give us, as a church, strength to lift them up every day, lift them up in prayer, and lift them up in our thoughts. Where we can, we come alongside them and encourage them. We thank you for their, uh, the basicers involvement in this church we thank you for the faces that we see of former basicers throughout this body and around um, frankly around the world that are now missionaries in their respective countries and places lord and we thank you for the ministry that you do through this we uh, just pray that you would be guiding every step of this in jesus name I think it would be appropriate for us to pray for John and Megan especially as well. So, John, why don't you join your wonderful wife down there. And uh, basic kids, I think if you want to gather around your leaders, I think that would be really appropriate. One of the things I know John and Megan are really uh, trying to emphasize is the importance of prayer and the prayer for one another. So it's really good to pray for your leaders. So let me lead us in prayer as we pray for John and Megan. Father, we thank you that you sovereignly brought John and Megan here several years ago and and uh, that they have chosen, Father, to take on this role of leading our youth. 
So we want to first express our gratitude for that. We thank you, Father, for the, the wonderful giftings that they both have, Lord, and the relationship they have with the basic you. We thank you, Father, for the example of their hearts and their lives that, uh, that we can trust, Father, as they demonstrate the love of Christ in the midst of the basic youth, Father. We thank you for their family. We thank you for their children, Lord. We thank you, Father, for providing for all of their needs. Lord, we pray for your full equipping in the days to come. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you would give them energy, you would give them focus, that you'd give them wisdom, that your direction would be very clear as they plan teachings, as they plan events, Father God. And we pray, Heavenly Father, that they would continue to be your instrument in the lives of our youth, Father. We pray, Father, that uh, your Holy Spirit would, in their most difficult moments, when they're weary, uh, give them the strength of the Lord, and that that strength would carry them through. So, Father, thank you for this couple, and thank you, Father, for bringing them to us and allowing us to uh, relate to them, Father, and to consider them part of this church family, but also, Lord, that uh, you have chosen to use them in such an incredibly important and vital ministry. So we ask your rich blessing on John and Megan and their family. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, let's stand together. We have a potluck following the service. If you brought food, great. If you didn't, that's great too. Feel free to come and join us for the potluck meal. And uh, we're going to pray for the meal as well now. So uh, when you get back there, you don't need to wait on anybody to come and pray and start. Heavenly Father, we are grateful for this morning. We're grateful for our youth. We're grateful for our youth leaders. We're grateful for the things that you're doing in hearts and lives through this ministry. We thank you, Father, now for this time of fellowship. We ask you, Lord, to use this time to knit us together more fully in Christ. Thank you for the food and your wonderful provision in our lives. We ask your blessing on it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hasn't this